We hung up on Shane. We got to call Shane back. Hey. Shane, we're still recording. I hung up on you. Somebody somebody called in. did too. Of course. All right. We're back. So I want to throw some... I looked up... As far as I'm concerned, you're a 90s kid. Does that sound about right? That's correct. In fact, I'm actually an 89. So I was born in 89, so... Right. Depends who I talk to. Sometimes I call myself an 80s model or not, but 90s is, would be more accurate, yes. Okay, okay. So I'm going to throw a couple things at you. Would you say you're right. a Nintendo 64 guy or a Sega Genesis guy? I would say Nintendo 64. What's your game? What's your go-to game? Steve, I recall our first game we got as a family would be the... Uh, What's the Mario, not Smash Brothers, but the Mario version or the... The Mario uh, Kart? Mario Kart, Mario Kart, that was it. But I think GoldenEye 007 would be probably the staple of the house. That was the the bragging rights in the house. It didn't matter if you you won Mario Kart, it's only if you could win in uh, GoldenEye. There it that, is. That mattered in the house. Go- yeah. GoldenEye across continents, no matter where you're at, GoldenEye is king. Exactly. All right. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles versus Power Rangers. Oh, that's a tough one, you know? That's actually very tough. Because uh, there's five Power Rangers. Really? And there's four Ninja Turtles. I mean, we don't, that's not common knowledge. No, no. I'm, I'm right there with oh. you. I, I think, I think okay. the ironic and the cool kid thing to say would be Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But I think more of us were probably Power Rangers. I really liked Ninja Turtle, but they gave me hope that um, our pet turtle could one day talk or one day evolve. But but I will say that the Power Ranger element seems pretty cool to me. Um, so I'm going to lock in Power Ranger. I felt like there's a better chance for me to be a Power Ranger than there was a Ninja Turtle. There you go. Yeah. What? Um, before we get into the programming and all that stuff i got a few more for you uh-huh. fruit fruit by the foot or bubble tape did you guys have those in australia bubble tape or what but uh fruit by the foot or bubble tape what was the first one <laughs> so so the answer is no you didn't have it it was basically just <laughs> like rolled up uh rolled up like uh fruit snacks basically and it was disgusting but we oh, all ate okay. it yeah what I'm into that kind of junk food, so maybe I would like it. I'm not sure. There you go. What's your favorite '90s movie? What's it? What What's the movie that you remember watching as a kid? So I do know my top five offhand, so I can rattle them off. They're not in any order, and how I determine these or distinguish these is it had some form of impact on me at that particular time where I go, "Wow!" and I just pondered on life, or "Wow." It sort of redirected me in my path. I'm not sure. Am I going to get this deep into it, or is this good or bad? You Tell go. You just go. Okay. Okay. So, without any particular order, I had uh, Goodwill Hunting, Remember the Titans, um, Armageddon. I had uh, Gladiator and oh, yeah. the movie 300. Yeah. So that, they're my top five. Um, Remember the Titans probably the most watched movie in the no- I mean both movie I've watched and I'm pretty certain that was done in in the nineties. I don't know. Can anyone confirm that? Uh, I would I would almost say maybe late two thousands. It could have been. Oh. I'm I'm always surprised that could have come out in like ninety eight and I'd be I'd be like oh well I guess you're right. 
Well, uh, yeah, I can. Well, that's are, a tough one. Well, are you a sunshine guy or are you like a Bertier guy? Uh, I'm going to go with sunshine. Yeah, right? He had a great head of hair. What's the most Australian thing about you? Um, uh, well, that's a good question. I've never had this one. Um, uh, what's the, maybe my passport? <laughs> not, not your accent, your passport. Okay. Yeah. Uh, outside of the, you know, this is normally a fun question, but outside of the current political climate, this is not where this, this question is supposed to go. Now that you've been here for a few years, the United States, yep. what's the most American thing about you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's a very Tennessee thing. Barbecue. Yeah, very Tennessee thing. I'm not sure if it's, yeah, well, I'm loving the barbecue. I'm loving the food. I really want to adopt and have that religiously. So yeah. It'd have to be the food and the desire to have a big, mean truck. There you go. What about, um, is college football, is that... Oh. Was that, how, what, yeah. what do you think about that coming here, being in Tennessee... And thinking about college football, I know it's kind of weird right now. Yeah, well, it, it actually blows my mind that college sport in general gets the airtime, you know, on TV, gets the publicity through social media, and is is arguably just as big as you know the NFL or whatever the NBA and stuff. So that really blows me away because in Australia we don't have that that foundation or that support or, or that backing from you know the big television companies or whatever, to see that, to see college sport, you know, on prime time and, and to have this exposure, I think it's remarkable. I think it's fantastic. I'm all about sport, but yeah, that was, that was something that I had to wrap my head around for a while. Even here, we just sat there going, this is, this is crazy to think that these guys are getting like this publicity. College football and barbecue almost go hand in hand. Yep. It's, it's mandatory. All right. Let's get into the CrossFit stuff. Somewhat. That's a shame. I was really, in, I was enjoying this. I know. I could talk about nonsense forever. Don't, don't dare me, because we'll do it nonstop. Yeah. But we're gonna I'll get come back and do it. None of it. Nothing I do is too serious. So you, you have said how you do one thing is how you do everything. That's kind of a go-to quote for you. That is correct. Yeah. What is the laziest thing that you do? What is it that you just like? I can't. I'm lazy when it comes to this thing. Yeah. Um. That's a good question as well. That makes me think about it. Um, probably my fitness, actually. Yeah, <laughs> working on, working me too. My fitness. Yeah. Do you? Uh, this is something I felt like I, if I asked you, I always feel really tired when I get done coaching a class. Like mm-hmm. my back hurts and I've got to stretch, and I, I complain about it to the people that just took my class. Do you ever feel that way when you're kind of your athletes or you're programming a workout they're going through and you're kind of like, I'm a little tight, my back's a little tight? Yeah, yeah. I, I used to express it. The, the current athletes I work with, I think that will fall on deaf ears and I'm sure they'll look at me in a different light. But <laughs> when I used to coach classes, yeah, I would, I would comment on my feet being sore and other things, but, but not so much these days. I don't think that I have a leg to stand on there. There you go. I, I, when we were kind of talking back and forth, when I think about you 
and your position, and, and it's easy to kind of point at your athletes and whatnot. What I think you did, and I said that to you, you bridged the gap between the elite athletes and the normal average Joe, mom and pop people taking the class every week. How important is, you know, things like still to you as an athlete, as a coach, it's scaling, uh, taking in new coaches, advice. You know, I'm sure you're getting hit up for that stuff a lot. Yeah. Um, so, firstly, I look at I look at the the precedent or the tone that I set for the athletes as well. I, I think it's important for me to be some form of representation of what I'm trying to deliver, even if it's a scaled version. So, ultimately, what I'm after is, you know, for Matt and Tears, I, I want them to be the best version of themselves, not just on the field or under the lights, but I also want them to be better versions of themselves. You know, when we're in public or whatever we're doing outside the arena. And I think I try to portray that through the day by just participating and doing, showing them, hey, like, even though I'm not physically hurting as much as you guys, I am to a degree of trying to to show them that, hey, you're not just in this alone. Like, I'm here with you trying to dig my own trench, so to speak. And um, I think from the coaching point of view, like, I, I think it's very important for me to be involved in their training so I can get understanding of stimulus of, like, what's hurting them at the moment, like, so, for instance, yesterday, uh, when we looked at how many war balls we did, we did 150, and I thought that would be a nightmare for me. But I, I figured if I'm going to make them do it, it's important for me to to do it as well. So, and, and to understand how sore my legs are for the today session or, or whatever we do the coming day, so I could program uh, correctly and, and manage fatigue or manage volume as well. Does that answer anything? Yeah. No. That that was great. You're, you're, you know, if a lot of people don't realize, I always say goal setting, elite athletes yeah. set goals, average Joe's myself. Um, I, I probably represent the most average to below average CrossFit guy in a gym. I just try I'll to enjoy. You, I'll I, give you a run for that title. I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I do a lot of complaining out of the social aspect. I think it's fun to do a workout that I probably shouldn't have done. And complain about it with yep. my friends, and then do it again the next yep. day. Sometimes uh, it's, it's, it's a weird cycle we live in. It's very vicious. We we do we do something, we complain, and we procrastinate leading into it. And then once it's done, we're happy for what maybe thirty seconds to a minute, and then we complain about what was I mean, what saw and what sucked during that workout. So it's, there you go. It's a weird cycle we live in, isn't it? It's very uh, masochist, you know, but. <laughs> We're not meant to sit around either. That's not good. If okay, so for twenty four yeah. hours, you either got to row, bike, ski erg, or even even the bike erg. You got to sit on something for twenty four hours. What is it? It's got to be a bike erg. I think. I think um, you can hide in that. Just truth be told, I can hide in that. I can just turn the legs over, damper one. I can still stay upright, flick on a Netflix, you know, and just. Hopefully, zone out for the next twenty-four hours, which sounds miserable. But yeah, row would be torturous. I bet that. I, couldn't I, even imagine. I bet that seat on that yeah. bike, though, after about two hours, would just be yeah. awful. Yeah, I guess if, if I did get the, I mean, if I knew it was coming and I, I get the change to the seat, <laughs> I would add a little bit more cushioning. What about? Uh, would you rather run a five k with a vest or a pack? Uh, hmm. I'd say five k with. With the 
feel that the distributing the weight through the front and the back keeps keeps it a little easier. Um, I feel like those packs, like those ruck packs, they rub they rub me down down the lower back. Yeah. Is there a difference between a programmer and a coach? And do you what do you what what would you call yourself? Yes, I think there is a difference between programming and coaching. Uh, it depends on the particular season. Like, don't you tell my athletes this, but depends on the particular season or where we are on the season. So in the off-season, I'd like to consider myself very much a coach, a hands-on and, and the visual and sort of an aid of assisting and, and verbal and all the good stuff. Mm-hmm. But when we're leaning into a competition, I sit back and I become more of a, a programmer or a cheerleader, so to speak. So I'm... So the answer simply, as we lead into a comp, I do less, like critiquing technique-wise, and I monitor as a programming. Yeah. But in the uh, off-season, I like to be more involved. Hey, finish your pull, do this, watch your placement, you know, da-da-da-da-da, all the good stuff. Really? If you had, what is what is your favorite go-to, like, um, oh my gosh, I can't think of it, um... Standard CrossFit wad, you know. Yeah, like a like a test wad. What we like to do, or I'm talking about you. What What are you doing? If somebody says I've got X amount of time, what's your go to wad? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think uh, I would say at the moment it'd probably be. Well, actually, there's a couple. Yeah, I've been doing like a. like an EMOM format where I do, uh, I think it's 17 calories on the salt bike one minute, and then I do 15 total bar on the second, and the third minute I'll either do burpees, because I hate them, or <laughs> I would just substitute that one. Those two would stay the same, like the assault bike and the, uh, the total bar would stay the same, but I'd, I'd try to substitute the third movement every now and again. Okay. When I can, yeah, but... Uh, I would have said, especially this during this time, it's very. I don't get many too, many workouts that I do on my own. In fact, sometimes what I'll do is I know that the guys have got a workout coming up in a couple of days, and, and I'm just not sure of the stimulus, or I'm not sure the time frame wise. So I'll go and do that one, do that workout, and then I'll just take notes from that. So whatever time I get, I divide it by two, and that's kind of the time they will get. That's a good point. I do that with my own gym. I look at you know my buddies <laughs> yeah. who are crushing it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna cut that in half. Or hey, you know, it's a 20 minute workout. What weight are you doing? I'm gonna cut that in half. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or I'll work out what weight I want here to do, and I cool divide that by two, and I'll do that. I'm gonna. Um, I've got something I want to give you. I'm gonna go go off air when we get done here. But I'm a, I want to give you another present. I'm a terrible endurance athlete. And you've done me an enormous favor by coming on here and doing this. I will do, tomorrow night, after my 6 o'clock class, 6 to 7, I will do whatever wad you want me to do. Wow, okay. You name it. Okay. Do I need to name it right now? Or can no, I have- no you, can, you can think about it. You send me a message. You let me know what you want to do. And I'll let everybody know what we're doing. Um... You can imagine the stuff I'm bad at. Don't pick. <laughs> don't pick power clean, because I'll you know I'll probably send you a cake. So okay. don't pick power okay. clean, uh, because that's 
that's what I would do for myself over and over again. That's probably why I can't, I'm not good at anything else. That's fantastic, right? I, I'm, I'm thinking already. So I might even look in the journal and see what the guys have done the last couple of days. And see oh, jeez. See if you can match them. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I can't even match their warm-up. <laughs> I, I appreciate you. You're, you're, a, you're a great advocate for our community. I appreciate I appreciate everything you do with even... Uh, I got turned on to your guys' stuff and paying a lot more attention, obviously, with this kind of slowdown socially we're doing, uh, you know, without getting too far into it. You guys seem like you're having a ton of fun. And as far as our community goes, we want to thank you. We appreciate your great attitude and everything you guys bring to, to our community. I appreciate that, Nada. And I, I also commend you guys to what you're trying to do on these times right now, creating content for your community. I think that's fantastic. And I wish I wish I had thought of this idea or I wish we had, you know, characters like yourself which try to, try to bring a positive light into the, into the community. I think that, and I'm sure I speak for many in your community, I'm sure they thank you for making their, their day a lot more positive and a, a great environment to be around. So I thank you for that as well. Well, this will be fun. It'll be a nice little surprise to them. Hold on for just a second. We'll end it. Thank you so much.